10 minutes remaining. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Friday, March 26, 2021. Happy Friday. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down or you're just driving home for the weekend, <laughs> we want to be there for you. You can also hear our voices on our other podcast. If you've got a long commute, that's probably a better choice because some of those episodes are like an hour long. It's hey. an imaginary luxury comedy travel. <laughs> it's all of those things and yeah, more. Those words all go together in a different order, but they, they do describe our podcast. We also have some really cool episodes on there called 10K Saturdays, which are interviews or bonus features. Really great interview is hitting this weekend with Rhea Garg, and she's adorable. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that because she's 10, 10, 10, yes, 11? 10, going on 11. And I don't want to be the person that just calls kids adorable just because I'm older, but she's adorable. I know. I was so obsessed with her interview. Oh, she's really cute. All right. But this is the 10 Minute Daily Happy. That's right. And all this week, you've been hearing us talk about Blue Apron, and they have so many options for so many different lifestyle and dietary choices. You can pick meat, fish, vegetarian, beyond meat, weight watchers, the whole 30. <laughs> and they're even diabetes friendly. So they're a friend to the environment and your waistline. Check them out at 10kdollarday.com slash Blue Apron. That's right. Waste not, want not. Hey, I've all said right. that like three times in this. Like, Waste three not minutes. want not. No, I've said hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, Who have you been hanging out with today? I've been hanging out with a bunch of like hip hop teenagers. Apparently, hey. <laughs> <Ay. laughs> okay, have you ever heard of the job bioethicist? No. Right. It's like yeah. a job. That I didn't even know existed. What do they do? All right. I can't tell you exactly what they do, but I can tell you that they are the people weighing in on, is there a, is it okay to jump ahead in the vaccine line? So oh. I think that they are literally ethicists that work in the field of biology, which is probably a new, a new industry, right? Like a new job. Sure. Because we didn't have those problems before. All right, so I'm sure you want to know, is it okay to jump that vaccine line? Because I well, sure Well, I know, know that that's, yeah, that's what you were wondering just yesterday. I know, because I still have all these things. Here's the deal. Um, it does say that NPR, so this came out in NPR. This is a um, was reported by Pian Huang, and you can find that right on the NPR website. They spoke with three bioethicists, and one of them was the founder of the Johns Hopkins Berman Institute of Bioethics. Like, they have their own institute. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I know. I know. Unanimously, they said, if I hear that there are extras that are going to go to waste, is it fair for me to get one even if it's not my turn? Unanimously, 100%. Well, there you go. Yep. If a dose is truly in danger of going to waste and you're there and you want it, you should take it. Doses from defrosted opening opened vaccine trials have to be used or tossed within six hours. So how do I know? Like if I go to a place, how do I know if they have things they're about to toss? Do I ask? Like if I was going mm -hmm. to like, you know, Dunkin' Donuts at the end of the day, hey, how many glazed donuts are you about to throw out? Right. Well, everyone, this is a good time to remind everyone that Jimmy John's does day old bread every day and you can get it cheaper. There you go. So it's like that. Uh, yeah, the answer is you go. The answer is it takes time and it takes shoe leather and there's no faster way to do it. I, at least I haven't heard of that. I haven't heard of a faster way. So uh -huh. my friends who have gotten it literally are going to separate Walgreens, not just one, separate Walmarts, separate Publixes and saying, do you do waste avoidance today? 
because it may change yesterday and it might change tomorrow. Are you doing waste avoidance today? That person will tell you yes or no. Come back at four. Come back at five. We're all we've already made a list. So that made a list on like if if they if they're guessing, oh, we might have 50 extra doses and we have 75 names. So we're not going to take your name today. It is very informal. And for people, it took me a while to accept that it was going to be informal because I kept wanting a more formal, real way of doing this to pop up and it never did. So So basically they open up how many appointments say they have. But if someone doesn't show up for that appointment, that vaccine is going to go to waste. Unless someone else Mm -hmm. pops up. Okay. If they defrost the vaccine, it must be in an arm or thrown away within six hours. That is fast. That is in this article. That is fast. Right. So it does say if your local pharmacy or local whatever has a few extra doses due to cancellations, because some people aren't showing up and I don't don't know why, Um, or if they have a freezer failure or if they have a storage issue, it does say it is ethical. This article is telling me it is ethical to accept a vaccine that would otherwise be going into the trash because you are contributing to decreasing the risk of getting COVID yourself and carrying it to other people. Yeah. And hello, that's what the bioethicists are telling you. So it has to be true. Well, here's the caveat. It says it is an ethically acceptable move, but there are some things that maybe you could do before you jump in line. Okay. So like maybe call someone who is of risk and say, hey, they have something here. That is exactly what it says to do, Allison. Yes. Perfect. It says if you have a colleague or a family member of a neighbor who's already in a priority group and you can call them up and help them get there because a lot of these people who, who were eligible before us are older. Right. Right. So they're older. They don't know about this technology. I mean, Allison, you are pretty tech savvy and you still don't know how to get a vaccine. No idea. Right. So like imagine if you don't like to spend time on your technology or if you don't have a friend who's crazy and made sure she got the vaccine and is literally calling you like I do with Allison going, are you getting it yet? Yeah. So if you don't have that system or that familiarity, it's a big you know, I, I feel it's a big problem. Yeah. Uh, so you, one of the things you can do if you hear of those waste avoidances, you can call someone, an older friend, mm-hmm. a friend who's immunocompromised, help them get there uh, doing that. So, you know. Yeah. And also thank you to we've had some bays who have posted on our Facebook page, which is 10K Dollar Bays, about their experiences. Uh, Amanda just posted yesterday about how she was able to find the vaccine. So thanks for posting. It just helps a lot, I feel like, to also keep it in the forefront of people's mind to not get discouraged. Mm -hmm. Now, there's another question here. If I am not eligible in my county, but I could be if I lived in the county next to mine, Mm -hmm. can I drive over to get it? What do you think the answer is? Yeah, why not? The answer is no. Oh, no. The answer is no. I thought I was on a good path. No, I know. Yeah, this one wasn't actually intuitive for me either, but it's because they are allocating based on the number of eligible people in that county. Oh, I see. So if you're in your county, you're getting the extras from that county. Does that make sense? But you're not actually registered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it does say um, that there is a thing called vaccine entitlement. Okay. And that is people who live in wealthier counties who think they should have that vaccine, but the county next to them maybe doesn't have as much money and and, or some of the counties that are uh, in populations that are not 
two minutes um, remaining that are more hesitant to get the vaccine based on cultural issues or whatever they sometimes are it's a little easier to get a vaccine in those counties because they're based on those populations and they're having people from other counties go in and take them oh okay all right so, and listen to this, the outsiders are flexing their privilege, this article says. They have access to transportation and information and internet, and those other counties don't. Like, just what we were talking about, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a flexer. Don't be a flexer, but be a non-waster. So if you hear of yeah. those, and, and it's happening, it's it's terrible. It's it's disgusting how many vaccines are being thrown away across That's the country. That's crazy to me. I know. You feel like they'd have a better system. Like, you know, if something's going to waste, have some sort of, I mean, they can do like alerts on our phones. Like if your county, hey, come to this place right now. We have for the next hour, 24, you know, vaccines. Yeah, I, I feel like there's so many things that I can think of as a layperson that would have made this easier, right? Yeah. So for four years, I got tweets from the president every hour on the hour. Exactly. But why aren't why don't we have an official CDC for each county? Twitter, Twitter, even. Right. And then at least one clearinghouse area that says, um, right now we have 30 uh, seconds you know, remaining. Like 400 vaccines that will be wasted at this place before 12 o'clock yeah exactly now and then, hey, that's click also this button to sign up now yeah i mean who knows then people will be fighting each other be like well, Black i just think Friday. they have to know. click a button it's almost like uh you know the lottery at like a show or something right so you put your name in 10 this should nine, be like a broadway lottery eight, yeah seven, broadway sure. figured it out Five, someone call four, hamilton lynn manuel you listening two, come on one 